0: Yeah I let go Yeah, yeah That's a that type of shit that made me mad Okay, that's a that type of shit That made me go so crazy Dolo and this bitch ain't got a plan Cause I told myself I won't ever let a bitch change me I got new flows For the homies who don't Pack game on messy, you know Ain't playing games like Triflex in a row, bitches won't love on the road. you know I'm just get get, get 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 getting it going Petty bitches all on my shit like I give a fuck, I've been trying to vibe on my own, no I need no love Ice up to the sky so it shine bright, I ain't trying to live up in a limelight Eyes on the prize, so my eyes is on the money, fame ain't shit if your pocket's looking funny, no
1: How do you see your music developing from that first EP, the Revy Tapes, to your new single, Change Me? That stuff back then, I'm
2: like, every time people will play it, like people will still play it for and be like, yo, I love this song. And I'm just like, oh. <laughs> like I, I just, that stuff I'm just, I feel like I've totally just like evolved from that stuff, but I still feel like where I wanted, like what I wanted to get across was like still what I want to get across today and stuff. So I'm still like in the same mindset. But I just think the like quality and the production and like my writing and all that stuff, I think it's just leveled up. Mm -hmm. And I think it's just like everything that I wanted to be doing back then, I just didn't have the ability to be doing is now kind of culminating into what I'm dropping now. Because there was a point like between Revy Tapes and I dropped an album, Good Taste, And in between there, I dropped two songs, but whatever. Um, But in between those two projects, there was kind of just like long periods because in 2020, I dropped Good Taste. So there's kind of like a year or something like that. It was about a year in between those two projects that I just took to make music and just go crazy and just really focus on my sound and stuff. And so Good Taste is definitely another like kind of different sound and different like spew on what I was thinking, but it's still just building from like Revy tapes and stuff. But now it's, I think it's two years since Good Taste or something like that Mm -hmm. because it's 2022. Mm -hmm. So it's been like two years and I've really just said I'm not going to put out any more music because I put out two projects. So I was like, I'm not going to put any more like bulk music. I'm just going to work on like my sound. I'm just going to get it down. And in those, like in that two years, I've just kind of, shaped how I kind of want to sound and my recording process and how I do stuff and I'm just super comfy now and I like, like how I do it and so that's, that's kind of where I'm at now I'm kind of at Change Me and I have two songs I'm also prepping to drop as well so it's like I'm kind of in this flow now that where like I feel comfortable mm-hmm. recording and doing all my stuff where, whereas back then I had everything I wanted to say but I was like eh, I don't really know how
1: to get the sound that I want like, and yeah. stuff like that you know what I mean? Yeah, well, and that's important as an artist as well. Like I tell everybody I meet, you need to, if you're an artist, you need to still learn how to engineer 100%. the basics so that you can have a conversation with your producer and be like, here's what I want my sound to be. Yeah, 100%. Uh, so what are you doing to practice being a rapper right now? Do you, are you writing constantly or are you sampling so, new music? So I don't, like practicing, I don't really know. I feel like practice for me would
2: be just listening to new music. And just like hearing what's popular right now, hearing what's on the playlist, like Hip Hop Central, and like all those playlists on or like that are hip hop based because that's that's the lane I'm in. So whatever's popular right now and what's catching people's attention and what's cut well, what's catching my attention, what I like to listen to and stuff, the hip hop that like inspires me to go make music, that's kind of like the lane that I'm like I'll listen to that stuff and that'll kind of be practice for me. It'll kind of be like, okay, that's just learning, kind of get the vibe, whatever. But uh, also in the studio, I will just freestyle. So that's kind of how I record. So I'll just start freestyling and that's kind of just practicing for me. And like you get better and better as you freestyle, right? So it's just Mm -hmm. over time, you just kind of get better with it and more like just words will come to you faster and you get more like, in the moment and finding the word. So, I don't really know about practice, but listening to music would probably
1: be it. Well, like, I think that most. counts, you yeah. know? And even, um, like, do you say, do you see a place in uh, the hip-hop industry to do covers?
0: Hmm, yeah, yeah. Yeah,
1: I, it's always a confused yeah, 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 yes yeah. that I get from people. Yeah, I
2: think. It's not like common. Not, I, don't, I feel like not covers, but, like, remixes are always, like, like you always see, like, a different verse on mm-hmm. the song or, like, getting somebody else. I don't know about covers. Like, it, like doing, like, maybe an old, old hip-hop song, doing, like, a... But, again, I would think it would be, like, a remix of an old hip-hop mm-hmm. song, like... Adding your own verse. Yeah, right. and also, like, they, Like lately they've been doing, like, like, I don't know, Polo G with the Smooth Criminal song and stuff like that. Like, they're, like, taking old songs and they're, like sampling them obviously and just Mm -hmm. but using it's pretty heavy in the song that they're using it and still kind of using their lines and flows in in a way like to uh so in that in that aspect maybe but like i don't know it's weird that's Mm -hmm. weird that's definitely
1: talking about sampling like looking with hip-hop like a lot of say like the boom bap like the early hip-hop days Mm -hmm. were sampling records and stuff Mm -hmm. you know and now you've got all sorts of copyright headaches if you want to deal with, if you want to sample something. So, so, so here's the question. Do you see kind of the legal copyright business thing getting in the way of creating, uh, let's say good music, or is it a limitation that forces you to make your own style? Uh, I think both like
2: it definitely, well, it definitely forces you to make your own style, but it, I think you can make some crazy stuff like if we were just able to use samples. It'd be insane what you can make and stuff. Just like the creativity I feel like would just be insane. It'd be off the charts if you could just use whatever you wanted to sample Like because there's so much good music out there that you could just sample whatever the fuck you wanted. That'd be insane. Mm-hmm. But I think having that limitation also makes it so you have, you have to make the music. You have to physically do the production and stuff. So it's your music that's coming out of you uh-huh. instead of you're using somebody somebody else's stuff and you're just doing the computer. So I think both sides, you know what I mean? Like it's definitely.
1: That's very true. Like yeah. there's a pro and a con mm-hmm. to it, you know. Mm-hmm. If you want to if you can sample like some orchestral opera thing, like there's no way if you want to add like an orchestra to one of your tracks yeah. that you're going to be able to uh, you know, record yeah, exactly. 31 instruments, right? Especially
2: in my home studio, yeah. Yeah, you, you right? You have to rent it, studio time, do the whole thing.
1: Oh, I mean, That's exactly it. It's yeah. like with the home studio vibes, it's mm-hmm. like you you really have a smaller room to work with, right? Yeah, 100%.
2: You, you can't, you couldn't record an orchestra in here. No yeah. fucking
1: way. Just do like, you have an interest in working with actual int- instrumentalists on your tracks?
2: 100%. All the time, yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be dope. Like, I don't usually, like, in MIA, that's probably the most that I've kind of worked with just straight instruments and, like, using actual instruments for the songs and for the productions. But, like, absolutely, I want, like, I want to use instruments in it. And I've seen for, like, some productions that I've done in the studio just for fun with producers and stuff, I've seen, like, guys that will, like, play the guitar for, like, a hip-hop thing because, like, there's some pretty talented musicians that can really, like, play it right, to stay on beat and have, mm-hmm. have it sound good and sound like an industry-quality, like, guitar riff or a guitar, like, take. And so, yeah, no, I've definitely seen guys that are actually recording and recording with actual instruments, but it's usually not, like, a band-type thing. I haven't recorded, like, and that'd be dope. That would be super cool because I just, I love live instruments and those right. that sound that you get from it. Right. super dope.
1: Right, Well, and you, so you were saying uh, earlier that you drum, so um, when you are making your own beats, um, mm-hmm. are you do do you feel like you're drumming the same way, or do hip hop drums have kind of their own groove? I feel like hip hop drums almost like sometimes you can not even like do hip hop drums on like
2: drum uh, well like you can in some, but like trap drums and stuff like that, it's pretty hard. Like you can do like you can do that, but it's like it's not the same. It's not. It doesn't really sound like how it does in the song. So. Yeah, no, I, th- I feel like doing, like, I do the beats definitely different than how I actually drum. Because, like, I, I drum, but I'm not that great yet. But, like, yeah, no, I definitely it's different for sure when I'm mm-hmm. making beats and drumming.
1: How can you challenge yourself as an artist?
2: Taking chances in the studio, doing different shit. Like, like a lot of guys will just be comfy and just do the same stuff in the studio because they know it sounds good and they know that whatever— but like you're not gonna, I feel like you're not gonna evolve as an artist if you don't just take chances in the studio, because that's like the gym. That's where you put in the work. That's where you just do different stuff. You don't you don't take chances or whatever. You're not you gotta you gotta do different stuff in the in the studio. You gotta do those hot, weird high me- or melody that like mm. you don't really like doing Right. it just it. sounds yeah. weird. You gotta you gotta do that weird stuff to make it sound cool. You gotta do the cool stuff and like sometimes super out of your comfort zone and there's people watching. It's definitely weird, but you got to take chances in the studio and that's, I feel like that helps. It will definitely evolve as an artist, for sure.
1: Mm-hmm. All the more reason to have access to your own gear, mm-hmm. your own setup, just to play with, just to mess no, around 100%, with. No, that's, that's definitely why I've become more comfortable just like
2: with doing weird stuff and kind of just getting a cool sound from it mm-hmm. and just like trying
1: stuff. Because mm-hmm. that's always, it's just fun. How are you approaching songwriting. Like do you, are you starting with the hook or are you just you said that you freestyle your tracks. Yeah, but... So a lot
2: of the time like I might not uh, well no, a lot of the time I'll just go freestyle. Like I'll just put the beat on. Well, I pick the beat first. I'll mm-hmm. have to like get a nice beat. I'll be like okay, cool. I'll freestyle over it obviously just to like kind of catch the vibe. And if it's like all right, that's the one, export it, put it into the put it into the logic or whatever. And then I'll record just a freestyle, like a hook. Because usually, like, sometimes the hook is first. Or sometimes the verse. I'll just play it, whatever. Whatever just, comes naturally. Yeah. So, um, so I'll do the freestyle. And if I if it's, like, total trash, like if it's mumbles, I'll just redo it. But, um, yeah, a lot of the time it's just freestyle. And then I'll, most, I'll have some words in there, repeats of words. Like, I don't, I'm not great at freestyling, but the flows are there. And that's what I like is just hearing that flow and then writing to it. And so a lot of the time, I'll do the freestyle, and then I'll just play it over and over again. I'll get the hook spot, right down the hook, and then I'll do the hook fully. I'll get my doubles, I'll get my uh, left and rights, I'll get my ad-libs, I'll get the whole thing. And then I'll work on the verse with the freestyle in there, and I'll just kind of go off the flows. Because a lot of the time when I'm freestyling, I like the flows that I do. Because it's just coming off of first instincts and how I feel when I hear the beat. So it's like I like that first flow that I just like, it's coming off the tongue. It's just flowing right when I feel like it should. So mm-hmm. I like just writing to that.
1: That's interesting. So mm-hmm. so you, you just mumble your way, fumble your way through mm-hmm. a song and then just kind of figure out where did I go? What yeah, happened yeah, yeah. here? And yeah. then kind of rebuild the song. 100%. Freestyle. Just go and do it
2: and just get the flow and get what feels right. And yeah, yeah, yeah. And then just build it from there.
1: Does music ever come to you? Like... I would like to have this sound to rap over or is that really music? Yeah, well, yeah, I'll definitely I'll get that like with like
2: boom bap, like I'll hear stuff like that. But I ha- I like a lot of the time I'll just listen to the beats and like as soon as I hear a beat, it'll be like that's the that's exactly what I was wanting. That's the vibe I was going for cuz a lot of times I don't know when I go in there and I'm looking for beats, I don't really know if I'm going Trap if I'm going like what I'm if I'm gonna do like some weird Tyler Crater, Brock Hampton, like different stuff. Am I gonna like go just boom bat? Am I gonna just ghost bars? Like, am I gonna even have a hook in there? Am I just gonna do a 16? Like a lot of the times I don't really know what I'm going for. So when I hear a beat and I'm like, holy, this sounds good. This is something that I would wanna listen to if I put it on Spotify or whatever, I'll just go with it. If I hear the beat, I'm like, okay, cool. Freestyle, just go to it because I know once I hear something, I'll, I could I'll just kill a freestyle. Do it, I'll just I know I could rap on it. Mm-hmm. So, what does music do for you? A lot of things helps with stress, helps with just dealing with stuff. You can write, like, I don't write in the journal or anything like that, but kind of like the music is more like that. Like, I have I don't write in the journal, but you fuck, look at my notes, it's like 500, 600 notes in my iPhone or whatever. So, it's Basically, you have a whole, like, I'm writing constantly in there, doing all that. So, yeah, it's definitely stress. It helps with a lot of just if you're bored and you just want to, you have nothing to do, you feel like you're not doing anything. Go in the studio, that's literally, you feel like you're working, you're doing stuff. You're like, you're always, you're doing, you're active, you're working your mind. So, it's just good for everything. Just helps, keeps my mind flowing.
1: Are you developing concepts before approaching
2: songs? I don't know. I feel like it goes off like what I say. Like, because when I I freestyle something, I'll be like, okay, I hear I say this, and I'm like, that would be cool. Like, so I'll go like, okay, I'm talking about, well, my girlfriend. I'm talking about like uh, being on a bus or I'm talking about smoking weed in my basement or whatever it is. I'm in the studio with my buddies, like, Whatever, whatever uh, comes when I freestyle, I'll just be like, okay, that I'm gonna write off that. But sometimes there definitely is like, I want to go into the studio and have this concept. Like, I'll sometimes I'll write in my, I'll write in my notes just some random stuff. Like, if somebody says something, and I'm like, ooh, that's cool. Like, uh, that'd be a cool concept. Like, uh, like I think a week ago I wrote, uh, core memories. Oh, like that'd be a cool core memories. Like, okay. just having like a song about like core memories in your life because I think it was. I think I saw this video on TikTok and it was just like a dog chasing a girl going down a hill or whatever. And it's like core memory, whatever the hell. Like, you know, but I was just like, dang, that's actually kind of like a cool thing like to have as a song that could be a cool concept. Like if it wasn't corny, if you didn't do it corny. But like
1: it could be something cool if you were to use it. You're a songwriter Mm. making music in a genre of choice, but you're a songwriter, you're writing about something. Mm. In a in a previous interview uh, with Taddy So Batty, we were talking about there being two kinds of songs. There's your hits, and then there's your soul songs. You know, mm. so there's the tracks yeah. that you write about partying and weed and stuff like that, um, because that's like kind of the mainstream message, like a party track. They're, it's not too deep of a song. Yeah. But then you've got like like your B sides, which are like from the heart, talking about like life and 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 stuff. And so. I'm realizing more and more that it's important to invest in both categories.
2: 100%. Literally, the B sides are always my favorite sides, are always my favorite songs. Like, and I feel like it's that way for everybody. Like, the ones that are hits are never everybody's favorite or favorite to record. Like, it, it was it was most of the time it's a song that just happened. It's it just happens. Yeah. It just like it was just like oh I just went in the studio and just like I just wrapped it off off the time like it just happened quick. It was like I didn't even think that one was gonna be a hit. Like I had a lecture one time with a guy that um, he he was a producer for like Scott Hellman and Walk Off the Earth. And he said like Scott the one of the big, uh, Scott Hellman's biggest songs, he was like, I think it was Bungalow. It was like, if you listen to it, you'll know it. Mm -hmm. But like, he was like, I didn't even think that one was going to be a hit. Like I had no idea. And it was like, and it was like one of his biggest songs. Uh, But like for me, it's like always those B-sides are always my favorite. Like Mm -hmm. my favorite song off of the Revy Tapes was back and forth and like i it, i think it had like the least amount of views and i was like of course i was like of course it has the least amount of views because it's my favorite and i was like it's <laughs> the one that i cared the most about and i talked about the most stuff and then it's like ugh, oh, it's the one with the least so and i feel like it was the one i tried harder on like to kind of like maybe sing a little bit right yeah. right
1: you invested more yeah it was into, more the right? boom bap side so okay, i was gotcha. like i liked it No, i was
2: like and it's like mm, of course
1: <laughs> like, it's funny it's not the mainstream sound and there exactly is is the point you know yeah, like yeah. there's the hits and then there's the solo songs yeah, exactly. you know yeah. i want to ask you cuz you have like your own setup and you're going to school for mia so you're investing in yourself 100%. um Talk to me about budget as an artist. Ah, uh, man! I would almost say
2: get a frickin just start building your setup. Just get a basic setup and start recording, and just mm-hmm. doing it yourself. But if you don't want to do that, if you have no, if you have no intention to get into mixing and mastering or anything like that, um, just pay for studio time and that's kind of just what you need to focus on and there's a lot of studios like low-key studios you just kind of got to find them you mm-hmm. just kind of got to find the best rates and i'd say like a hundred bucks 150 bucks for like like it depends on how long it takes you to write a song but i would if you're not if you're wanting to not pay per hour like for like three hours four hours to write a song mm-hmm. come with it pre-written and come with your song ready to record and just pay for an hour and a half, pay for 2 hours if it costs 150, 200 dollars whatever. So be it. And then mm-hmm. just that's that's kind of the area that I would say is like cuz well I don't know how much, I don't know how much you would charge for sure. studio time, but like I usually well for me I don't do hours, I'll do I'll just do you can come in for a song. And I do 100 bucks, 120 bucks. Yeah. And so that's just you you can have as much time as you want, but I come with a beat ready and like just you know kind of have a grasp of what you're gonna do. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, so like it's just kind of 100 bucks, 200 bucks. That's kind of like the range if you're just wanting to pay for studio time. Because you can't expect to go into a studio and just get studio time. Like I mean, you'd be lucky.
1: If you have some
2: friends, you know, fucking definitely go to your friends and just start doing some music. But
1: yeah. You're saying about between one and two hundred dollars, like to invest in a song. Yeah. Say yeah. like monthly, every other month. You know, just that's that's your starting point. But ultimately, yeah. if you take that money and kind of get yourself a setup, mm-hmm. um, yeah, that's kind of the best case scenario. Yeah,
2: I would just say stay, save up your money. You need like. I don't know, say about 500 bucks and get a Scarlett for, what what are they, 150, 200 bucks or something like that. Yeah, just with the one mic in. Yeah, "Yeah, just get a a Scarlett. I don't know, you got your mom's computer or something like that. I don't know. Most people have a computer if you don't get a computer. Um, But yeah, and then you get a $150, like the Rode NT1A or it's like 200 bucks or something like Mm -hmm. that or whatever it is. Get one of those. It's 300 bucks, 400 bucks, and then you kind of got to get the computer, but if you don't have one. But <laughs> that's like, once you have those things, you're kind of like, just start practicing music, start just recording yourself and mm-hmm. getting your sound, because that's the only way you're kind of going to build up. And I mean, once you spend that money, like, that's like, if you're spending $200, $100 on studio time, every song you want to drop kind of adds up like if you, you might as well just pay get yourself tapping. first yeah start yeah. start just doing your stuff yeah and like it, it turns out in the end like it pays off in the end if you're learning all these things and all these avenues and so many different things that you can do once you know stuff like once you like are more versatile in the mm-hmm. in
1: music well and it's investing in yourself or yeah. investing in somebody else like yeah. as an artist if you want to pay 100-200 bucks for a track um, you just need to walk in yeah. Perform and then walk out. Yeah. And then you've yeah. got your song, you know, given Pretty to you much. in uh, yeah. like a week and or two. You're paying someone who knows stuff that you don't. That's
2: what you're that's what you're paying for. Mm-hmm. You're paying for someone who just is better right. and just knows what he's doing. So it's just always gonna turn out good. Like you're mm-hmm. it's gonna turn out how you want it. I mean, hopefully.
1: Hopefully, I mean, yeah. Hopefully. If you choose the right guy, yeah. well, well, I mean, uh, based right. on the price point, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like so when I first started um like running a studio and recording rappers, mm-hmm. I was like $40 a song you yeah, know yeah, yeah, yeah. that's you got to start out there and just kind of increase your prices slowly yeah, yeah
2: absolutely yeah I was the same way like I would just do because I like I didn't really think I was like I was just like whatever I'm just recording so yeah, 50 bucks like just mm-hmm. toss me 50 and that's cool like I'll just record your song but like you kind of you start to know your worth and kind of start to know where your prices are and how much kids will actually pay for studio time and how much people will like Want to pay you for like getting quality. Mm-hmm. And if you know you can produce that quality and like other people that are doing it, you charge more. You gotta you you do your get get your money because everybody else is.
1: Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I ask artists to ask me to ask other artists questions, right? Yeah, yeah. And so this is one of them. How do you find yourself as an artist. How do I find myself? Yeah, or how does one find How himself? does going back on just
2: taking chances and just like in the studio, just, just doing different stuff that is out of your comfort zone because you're not going to evolve or like get better as an artist if you don't just take chances and just do those things. And also, any chance you have to perform, perform. Because when you see like, people's reactions to your songs and you are performing live, you just, there's different things. And there's different things that you realize about yourself and you're going to get better and you're going to evolve. And if people didn't like a song, you're going to be like, oh shit, okay, I thought that song was fire. <laughs> like, I thought that was cool, but like it didn't get a good reception or whatever. Like, you're going to change things. Things are going to, like, you're going to realize things about yourself and about your songs and about your music. So, yeah, I feel like evolving. You just got to take, take chances in the studio and just, yeah, work get, hard. Get creative. Yeah, get creative, absolutely. Yeah.
1: Would you say there's also a volume, like, requirement, you know, to find yourself as an artist? Like, record a lot, make a lot? I don't think there's a number, but yeah, there's. you
2: definitely got to, like, you're not going to be amazing on your first couple of tracks. Like, it's just not going to have you. And, like, if if it's your first release coming out, those are never your first tracks. Like, your first tracks coming out, you are, like, deep in the files somewhere. Mm-hmm. Like, that, and like it's definitely going to take like i don't have a number but it takes a, a Bunch of songs to like find your sound, and to find your sound, it takes a while. Because mm-hmm. everybody says they're finding their sound. Everybody's <laughs> like, I'm finding my sound. Finding my sound. I'm figuring I'm it out. Working on
1: myself. Yeah. yeah. And it's
2: like, yeah, because everybody's constantly finding their sound. They don't know. Everybody's doing different stuff in the studio. It's called yeah. art.
1: Yeah. 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 What do you do when you feel like your music isn't going anywhere? You've hit a roadblock. Mm. What do you do? I get it all the time. I'll just chill. I'll just take it off, smoke some weed, (laughs)
2: fucking play some video games, go climbing. Like I said, I'll go on a hike, go hang out with my dog, just get some serotonin, get get that stuff back in, just get going, and um, yeah, just get the mind right because like you don't want to be over like overdoing it, over like constantly doing music and punching in all the time, just always recording because you're going to drain yourself and you're always going to have writer's block. And so I'll get writer's block all the time and I'll just chill out, go do stuff that I like to do and just like, just relax and just enjoy life and stuff and then not just be focused on like, I have to make a good song. I have to make a hit song right now mm-hmm. or whatever. And then once I get back in the studio, it's just like, okay, I like being back in here and I'm ready to make some music. I want to make music. Uh So I feel like that's always good. Like just going to do some other stuff and then you feel like, oh shit, I should be doing music right now. (laughs) like, I want to do music right now. Uh I don't know what I'm doing. So then you're like, okay, let's go do music. Uh I feel like that's just taking a break, just going to do stuff that you like to do.
1: So what you're saying is follow the flow of inspiration.
2: Absolutely, yeah. Just follow it. Don't don't
1: <laughs> don't force anything yeah, to happen. Yeah,
2: absolutely. Don't force it. Just let just let it flow.
1: I use the analogy of like uh, there's the Greek god Sisyphus who has mm-hmm. to push a boulder up a hill and it keeps right. rolling down. And you mm-hmm. know, so it's like, would you rather be pushing uphill or pushing downhill? You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You definitely gotta be pushing downhill. Push before. downhill. Yeah, right? yeah it's, it's like when you feel downhill. all right, things are flowing. Then yeah, jump yeah. on yourself, double down, and like really 100%. enjoy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, hundred
2: percent, hundred percent.
1: Do you have? Any questions that you would like me to ask the local hip hop scene? What is that one thing that
2: makes you want to go do music that flips that switch? Mm-hmm. Like for me, it was the climbing and like it's going on walks and chilling with my dog, and so that's that's the thing that flips the switch. So like it'd be like, what's that thing that flips the switch for you to make you just want to go say mm-hmm. fuck it, let's go record a verse, let's go get creative.
1: What gives you that yeah. intense inspiration? Yeah, just go get it.
2: Yeah, okay. yeah, hundred percent. I
1: like that. I'll, I'll add that to the roster. Work. Is there anything else that you want to get in? So you just dropped your track, mm-hmm. "Change Me," mm-hmm. um, and that's available everywhere. Just, just some final notes. Like, what's it been like dropping that track? What have you been doing, like, to promote it, mm-hmm. or have you been doing like person to person, "Yo, check out my song," or just randomly posting on Instagram? Yeah, well, well, I've I've tried to like
2: post on Instagram as much as possible because I, I don't like social media. I don't love social media, but it's. Necessity. You have to do social media if you're going to be an artist. So I just have been trying to kind of just put promo out there. I did, I put out a TikTok and just pulling up in a car, yo, go stream my fucking song. Like it's just whatever, just do the video. Um, But yeah, no, I just, just putting out random stuff and just kind of wanting to promo it and just get into promoing and just kind of posting it every day, just saying, go stream my song. I just, constantly being consistent on the socials and I haven't really sent it to people like been like yo go stream my song because like I don't know I don't love when I get those messages like I like I, I know what they're doing like it's like I do it too for some of my releases mm-hmm. but it's like I just was like eh, I'm not gonna send it directly to people I'm just gonna when I see people when I see the homies put on my song be like yo this is a song you know, go
1: stream it <laughs> blah blah whatever
2: yeah. Um, but yeah I've just kind of lightly I, I said I told myself I was like I want to lightly do TikTok like for these next releases just to kind of promo it like just do organic promo Mm -hmm. or whatever just kind of see how TikTok does and so I'm going to do that for like my next two releases and I'm just going to go ham with TikTok if it starts doing pretty good I'm going to just go full in and just invest in some TikToks Mm -hmm. but like man
1: TikToks are fucked uh oh, just I, you need content always. It is yeah, well Gary V was just saying yeah, yeah. uh post four times a day on four TikTok. Day, it's yeah. like four times. Yeah, it's bro. like yeah, my goal was 3 when I'm like when I
2: said I would go hard, I was like it's got to be like I was like I can't even like 3. I'm like what Like three TikToks a day, it's like you have to repeat. Like you have to do like the almost the same thing for Mm -hmm. like the video. I see a lot of guys that are blowing up on TikTok. And it's like they do the same thing for each video, each three videos in the day, but they're like a little bit different. They're Mm -hmm. saying a little bit different things. Or they're responding to comments. Like they just have to fill those three TikToks every day. Like you always see that for guys that are like kind of coming up on the Mm -hmm. TikTok scene. It's always happening.
1: All right. Well, dude, thank you so much for coming. 100%. You already know. Awesome.